Want me to do the thing, the intro music? Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, damn. Oh, Here we go again. All right, we're on. Here we are. So welcome back to Hills and Twos. We got yeah. Matt Piams, Jack Salisbury, two stud 1,500-800 guys from uh, two Georgetown. Two studs, yeah. That's <laughs> coming off of big races, two 337s in uh, Kip Sang's NCA record 1,500. Record, yeah. yeah. 333.7 something. Yeah. Right. So yeah. you two were just saying that was the fastest race that you, know, you guys had been in 1,500-wise. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, prescribed to go out in 153, and I think the Pacers took us out around 153 and then just continued to would you go through the k in uh yeah no yeah we, we came through in like two 223 or holy shit it was like two, that's your high school pr it was like 223 high 220 yeah low. think about that no it's 223 your high school pr and that was number three all time in the u.s for high right, school boys right, right yeah so it just shows like damn yeah. no it's, it's pretty cool it's uh you know now it's about we we ran fast but now it's about like putting the pieces together to be able to close hard against the field like that in a race like that at nationals like we don't like it shows us that we're fit but like we don't care about mid-season races we're about putting it together when it matters and i think i think we're on track to do that for sure yeah Absolutely. it's also interesting to think about like i mean 337 it's pretty quick you know like we're we're happy with that time but we finished like seventh and eighth respectively like collegiately wise like that's pretty insane to think about um, yeah well, yeah, who was so ahead of you collegiately? Nur and then it was, Kip Sang. It, it was Kip Sang and then Nur and Jonathan Davis. And oh, yeah. The Washington kid were in the other heat, but yeah. it was Kip Sang, uh, Kush from uh, NAU. Um, Davis from uh, Illinois. OSU kid, too. OSU kid, Ryan Shaw. Yeah, there's a lot, of, a lot of yeah. them just, like, spread out within the, the, the first two heats. So, yeah. I mean, that's definitely something we got to work on. You know, we don't want to be getting beat by that many collegians. But I think we ran what we could have run that uh, that day um, and took advantage of uh, the long trip. It was a nice trip, but it was definitely some, you know, it was pretty brutal to travel. So, yeah. Um, how'd you feel about that jet lag rise? Like, how did that travel feel? Did you take it out, anything out of you? Nah, not physically. Just boring. It was yeah. just the flight. Well, it's California's nice. California's nice. What area of California did you guys stay in? We were we so we stayed one night in Marina del Rey. Uh, so I definitely recommend that taquerita place that we, we we went to that first night. I don't yeah. know what it's specifically called, but taquerita in Marina del Rey, fire burritos, and then we went to Claremont for the next two days, and then we left from and then we went back to L.A. Uh, on Saturday night. Gotcha. So. Gotcha. Um, yeah, so we had Boston this weekend. We were just talking. Fauble was the best American in 208, which, I mean, we had talked about this before. I mean, he was one of our guesses. We were hoping Benny, the hometown hero. Yeah, I was really hoping Colin Benny would there. be up there. Yeah. I'm going I'm to say me and the boys, we, 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 we've been following CJ Albertson on uh, Strava, and we were hyped to see him just fucking rip it. But He's put some monster stuff down on Strava recently. He's put some monster stuff down on Strava. He really has. Didn't he just run like a 211, 212 in practice? Some sort he of did. marathon. What did he, he run today? He, he, ran, he only ran, t he ran 10 seconds slower marathon split in practice. Three, 22 days before this race. That's All crazy. right. Well, that kind of, yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. we got to talk about like. Workout. Why, why is he running? Yeah. Why oh. is he running 10 seconds slower? I'm going to have to say it. It's a workout here. 
Workout, workout warrior. Mean, oh, dude, he's a workout warrior and a half. Like, yeah, he still studs, right. still gets results. He's still yeah. good, but. Yeah. Is he good? I, I mean, I don't follow really any like marathon, pro marathons. Yeah, yeah. Only the majors, I feel like I really, really look into. Yeah. I mean, but I mean, 10 seconds. What? I mean, well, to be running a marathon in, in training, anyways, I feel like that's, especially like that fast. I feel like that's, no one else does that. That's yeah. a lot on the body. <laughs> I mean, it's a lot sure, on the body. Yeah. <laughs> well, I respect it because he treats the marathon the way like we do the 1500 and 800. Yeah. They'll just go, the distance is no object. <laughs> yeah, but like you think, like we never run like a, 800 and in practice, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so I, I was going to say, like, that comparison of what he was doing marathon training is, like, if we went, you guys were if trying we, to run 335, be like, you guys going and doing a workout and running 337 exactly, in the yeah, workout. which is, like, I mean, if Bonzi said that, we'd be like, why the heck are we doing that? Like, yeah. what benefit does that have to us? Like, I think it's just, like, you know, save the, the race efforts for the race kind of thing. Yeah. But I mean, it, I definitely do respect like Teach the own. work he's putting yeah. in. Like, that's I mean, if you could just do like something. reps, like marathon reps, like as right, you work out. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. So one by marathon at like, I don't right. know. Yeah, but, I mean, <laughs> one by marathon at two ten. Yeah, right? it's like imagine seeing that on your like weekly like training on like Sunday night. Your coach sends an email, one by marathon two ten. <laughs> I have to, I, I'm wondering, like, how he actually feels doing that, too. Like, probably, like, shit, probably, dude. I'd assume, like, he actually feels, like, pretty smooth, like, thinking, okay, if I could run 210, I could probably just, you know, run 204, like, yeah. in a race. Well, did you see right. the video? He's been filming his training a lot. I he just not. put down, like, a 20-something miler right before. Yeah. And he's joking around after, like, he told his coach, like, oh, 535 last mile. And he's like, psych, 502. Like, closing down a 20-miler. It's pretty legit. I think yeah. he averaged something, like, 520, 530, something like that. That's what it looked like. It's kind of crazy. But from the woman's side, Nell Rojas was the first female. But I feel like the big storyline is Molly Seidel dropping out. Yeah. Oh, did she? Yeah. yeah. I, I couldn't tell you anything. Yeah, I'm definitely surprised by that. That was the first <laughs> marathon for her, I feel like, we've seen recently in which she looked human. Yeah. I mean, I must mm. say I've matched with Molly Seidel on Hinge. So. Ooh. <laughs> Just saying. Was there, was there any – hold on. We got to get into that. Was there any, you know, conversation that came out of that? Or? No, there was no conversation. I let it, I just swiped up on her thing and, like, congratulated her on the bronze medal. Oh, my God. And then God, she responds. Ew, bro. You should have, like, gave her, like, a nice, like, pickup line or something. Like seems that. goofy enough. Like, she'd appreciate it. She seemed funny. Yeah, no, no. Yeah, she would have liked the nice what was What was funny, though, was – so, I, I swiped up on her on Hinge one day. The very next day, this was, I was in Flagstaff, uh, and because she's coached by John Green, who, who ran for Georgetown. So, like, we, me and Jance were in Flagstaff. We see uh, Molly and John, like, at the start of Lake Mary. And this was the day after I had, like, swiped up on her on Hinge, and she hadn't responded yet. So, I met her and met, and, like, I said, I was like, oh, what's up, John? And he was like, oh, this is Molly. I was like, oh, how's it going? And I was like, damn, she just goes to the fuck out of me. It's so awkward. Hey, oh if there's God. a woman's distance runner to get ghosted by, yeah. it, it could be her by yeah. now. Yeah, then she responded a few days later. I was like, oh, that wasn't as awkward as I thought it was. I didn't even, like, know. What'd she say, dude? <laughs> she, just, she, did, she just said, like, thanks. She didn't want to it's meet up the, or anything? The medal is on the counter, and I just left that on red. Oh, my God. <laughs> I got my coffee or something. Well, <laughs> well, speaking of female runners, obviously I feel like the biggest news in the running world right now is Stafford leaving Bowerman. What do you guys think about that? Again, I really just don't like I like I don't know who that 
Okay, well, what context <laughs> for you? I, I respect it because, fuck, I mean, at risk of, you know, like, potentially joining Bowerman one day. <laughs> I respect it because I feel like everybody who refused to blow the whistle on them on their own team is, like, kind of just, they, I feel like they're kind of biting their tongues. Yeah. I don't know how you can actually believe Shelby's story. I, I agree. We've talked about this, like, on our own before. And, like, if you stay on the team after that, especially when Gabrielle leaves and says the contributive factor was the Shelby situation, like, what's that PR look if you're still on the team? I need a little bit more context. So, Gabrielle Stafford leaves. um, I mean, she's on a tear. Probably the best run of her career. What's she running? Leaves. What place she get in the Olympics? I feel bad. Like, I feel like I should. She's she's Canadian, but she's, like, definitely a contender. 1430 5K. 1430. And she closed that 5K yeah. She'd, be, she'd be a contender for, for a medal in the 15 or 5K at Worlds. She ran 830 in the 3K like a week earlier, she's right? She's Canadian. And then she ran like yeah. the last 3K of her 5K. She also has a younger sister on the team who just joined yeah. the team. But yeah. There's that whole dynamic. And she said if she had known that Shelby was still going to be involved in everything Bowerman does, she never would have brought her sister on the team. But her sister technically is still on the team, but Gabrielle has now left. How far? How old are they? Like how is They're both relatively young. Her, her sister's... Younger, but they're both in the prime or setting up to be in the prime of the careers. I mean, this has definitively been the best year in Gabrielle's career. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Um, I get, and she's saying that she's leaving because of the whole Shelby. She said it's a distraction and, and something along the lines of, you know, for her mental health sake that she oh, should probably absolutely. leave. Yeah. I mean, having that, like, kind of associated with, like, the group. Yeah. I feel like you definitely don't want that, like, on your name, especially yeah. if you're running this well and she's running, like, world-class stuff. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you definitely have to respect. Yeah, her and a big a, a big factor she also said was, or not, uh, she said it wasn't a factor in her leaving, but something she noticed was that at meets, like other pro runners have, were looking at her differently, not even acknowledging her. Some people that she had been close with on tour, so she thought that that was just like the outside of the running world was looking at that like a big stain on her for not leaving the program. Well, kudos to her to actually like telling the truth. She's on the why. first one to step up and be oh, like, "This actually, is actually, why." No, for sure. Yeah. I, I respect it. I also feel like there's a. I mean, I feel like you look at, like, Oregon Project, Bowerman now, like, I feel like a lot of Nike groups, the elite Nike groups, a lot of times, other other smaller groups and other, like, not as well-funded groups um, from different sponsors, kind of a fuck Nike m- mantra where it's, like, Nike seems shady. Yeah. And they don't want to associate with that. Yeah. So that could be part of the I mean, That makes she, sense. She felt looked down upon. Do you think it it makes you look dirty if you don't lead the team right now? Uh, I don't think so, particularly. No. I, I don't think so. I think this is like a. I think it's stance. awkward. It could be a little awkward, but if you, I feel like if she thinks that that's like a factor and like affecting her running and like her, I guess headspace, then I it's a, like a definitely a legit and reasonable, I guess, uh, reason to leave. But I don't think it like staying is gonna be like, you know, I don't think staying is just like oh you're staying and you're associated with like. Yeah. Running. Um, yeah. But I mean, I could see both ways, but I definitely respect that. If I again, I just don't really know the situation. So yeah. Like I mean, it, it does add a little bit of entertainment. It could. I mean, it's bad for the sport, but at the same time, eyes on the sport are good for the sport. Yeah. I mean, for sure. Uh, I've heard stuff about what's the deal with Shell. She's still like, what's her deal? So like, she's still she's, running with the. She's training like with them, and that right. was her big issue. Is like she just wanted. You know, some division, like, for comfort, for yeah. comfort's sake. I hear all this, like, like stuff about, like, 
Bowerman and their woman <laughs> through Bonds. Bonds always just talks about that. I feel like he just is. That's like his main go-to when it comes to like just like a car conversation <laughs> on the way to like a pre-meet yeah. like drive. Like, yeah. So what's going on with like Shire? Shall we still training? Like, like okay. <laughs> like I don't know. Yeah, sure. That's funny. That's that funny. And NBA basketball. <laughs> and, and NBA basketball. Yeah. So I mean, speaking of controversy in that sense, um. How rampant do you think steroid use is in running that people don't publicly know about? Like, what, what do you Question. think? Yeah, I mean, it's kind of hard to tell because running's the type of sport where you can just get really good, like, off of being, you know, completely just, like, just by training really hard. Yeah, and not putting getting up, hurt. Right, not getting hurt. Like, I feel like in other sports, if you just, like, get really good, like, you kind of kind of just assume yeah. that they're on some type of like some type of substance but with running like you also have that assumption but it, you could also just have a, a major breakthrough pretty it's not uncommon for that to happen. there's a fine so line like, i feel like of, line, like, of if, you if have, you're yeah. running really well of people just assuming you're on steroids like, right, right away someone it's like, like mo Katir, like i'm thinking that, like, is, uh, that is like that jump he made is like red flag alert it's also fishy like there's like a gray area and like this type of stuff you can take like can't take like Shelby got busted for Nandrolone. You can't take like HGH or like EPO, but like people take um, what is it? The one that makes you skinnier, thyroid medication. Like, yeah. there's a gray area. Carnitine, sure. L-carnitine. <laughs> <laughs> no, like dead ass. No, Did they do the yeah. IV drips? Yeah. Like well, carnitine, to my understanding, is legal up into <laughs> a certain extent. amount. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. Like yeah so yeah. it's like, it's like, I mean, in a way, if you want to be the best in the world, like. You have to dope. It's kind of like it's kind of like <laughs> I, I, all I'm saying. Like, it's like it's like it's like we we go for runs. We like try to eat right. We try to sleep right. Like that's just another element in your lifestyle slash training that like is necessary to play with that gray area to be the best in the world. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Biohacking. Yeah. Biohacking. <laughs> it's good too. So on that type of subject, yeah. like cold shower. You kind of look at like someone like Grant Fisher, who's like running crazy well and I, I don't think he's using anything but it's like that kind of jump where he's running what 26 30 what six, three something crazy whatever yeah. but he closing in like 13 10 no right but yeah. he like a couple like a year ago or two he was PR. running 13 yeah. 10 so yeah. it's like that is the craziest thing to me right so it's, it's like powerman heads like they're yeah. getting so much better than every other group mm-hmm. and it's like what are they doing yeah right. i agree i, I mean i, I also think I mean, they they they're probably the best group in the country. So it's like they definitely are. They definitely are. Well, so you assume that their training is probably. But it's like no one else is like people are running well. Yeah, I, I would argue too. Like you look at on Athletics Club too and Bowerman, and you kind of uh, like I can speaking this on perspective from like our team. Like our team got like way better last year, and it kind of just like a cycle that feeds amongst itself. Like if you have good team culture, like. Like, you're just going to believe, like, if a few guys run fast, you're going to believe that the training is working that much more, which is going to inspire, like, the guys on the next tier down, who's going to inspire, like, the next guys down the line, like, and it just, like, creates this culture of belief, and I just think, like, Bowerman has probably just, like, rode that momentum to becoming, like, truly believing, like, the mind is so powerful in running, like, I think that they have such good team culture and build that, like, in that direction. Absolutely. Sure. I agree. 
What do you uh what do you think the biggest team in pro running is now? What do all you guys think about that? I feel like there's biggest definitely team. a big overhaul because it used to be for a while when we were kind of coming coming up OTC. in running, it was OTC, it was like Bowerman, it was Oregon, Oregon Project. Yeah. But those days I feel like are you know in the rear view mirror. Yeah, it's interesting how those it's more like all non Nike groups. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think Bowerman's still like they've been on still that. Yeah. Bowerman's that yeah. team, but like you look at that New Balance group, that the girls team. Yeah, like they're yeah. definitely or, like or on, you know. I mean, yeah, yeah on, yeah, especially how on's taking over, and and especially if they put in a few more pieces, they obviously have a great core. But if they grow the team like Bowerman did, I think they could be yeah. the team. They're already know? doing it. They are, and they're yeah. doing it really fast. And plus, they get a really good content and media side of it, which keeps them relevant, which I think in turn kind of helps grow the sport. I also think a big part of it is, like, how much money a uh, brand is willing to put forward. Like, if you, if you want better athletes, you just got to pay more money. Absolutely. Like, if you want, like, a better coach, you got to pay more money. Like, and gear, all this stuff. Like, yeah. It's honestly just what Even for your, your name appeal to get out there, like, I saw Justin Knight tweeted – like, stop asking me for workout photos. My team is not paying for a photographer to come take pictures of my workout. That's not my fault. It's like, yeah. my team isn't well, putting the money in. Well, group is going down. Well, now the group's going to be gone. Colin Benny was repping a tracksmith singlet. Yeah. Really? Not a Reebok, yeah. I wonder what Josette's going to do. Yeah. And and she could go. They what's could go, Justin like, anywhere. been up to, honestly? Like, what's he, be doing? What's he been doing? Been, just what, be grinding in the shadows, dude. Just wait. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see what he could run, honestly. Me too. He always lays low. And yeah. then he pops off. Yeah, and he, he runs like a 1500 at like 331 yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like, what the hell? And then he's like 10K on deck exactly. next week. Like, the, he's also, I respect him because he doesn't have to like fuck around on social media to get like a legit contract. He's just actually yeah. really good. Yeah. yeah. I mean, speaking of that social media, you know, and kind of messing around that way to get a good contact, contract, what do you think about the whole turnover and running content? Like, I feel like running used to just be how fast you were and that was it. But now it's a, a lot of it's like how much content do you pump out? How many followers do you have? What's your brand appeal? Determines how like big of a team you have and almost how good your team is. Like, do you think that's the way of the future with running? I mean, that's an interesting question because I definitely think to an extent it's pretty good for the sport. It's not. It's not good in terms of like you're just potentially could get bigger without having to run as fast as you can. Yeah. But it's like. I think it, it definitely is helping the, the running community kind of grow yeah. in a sense. Uh, kind of gives more insight to like what it actually looks like, what like our lives look like in terms of competition and yeah. like, and that. Um, but I mean, it kind of it is kind of a weird idea to think about like how, uh, like you could just get super big and not be you know a, like, top, like world class at all. Like, Absolutely. So. Absolutely. I mean, it makes sense. Like, if you're a shoe company, you gotta sell shoes. Like, <laughs> yeah. It, I mean, if you have a YouTube channel, it's easier to sell shoes. So, so I mean, Sal's. I think you know. Obviously, you've been a big name in the running world for as long as I can remember. Because I, I remember being a freshman in my religion class. Shout out my religion teachers that probably might not want to hear this. Sneaking my laptop on so I could watch that DMR that you versus Drew. And Famous I remember video. I remember you. Yeah, Penn realized what year was that? 2016. So I remember turning on Penn Relays 2016, and you get the baton in front, and I saw you slow down and kind of like kind of wait for him. I mean, I could be wrong. You can go more in depth. Yeah. But I see you wait for him, and everyone I'm watching with is like, "That's a bad move. That's a bad move." Hey, bring us through the final lap. This is. 
first of all, this is the first kind of appearance <laughs> of like what pu- happened there. Yeah, public, actually, public yeah. breakdown of the race. Yeah, uh, we have you ever talked about this like in the setting? Yeah, uh, no, I haven't. So, so let's, <laughs> let's break it here. So final lap. So, so any, uh, I'll, 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 I'll lead I'll, us in. Whatever you I'll, got. I'll take final. so. So I get the baton. Uh, I know I have a pretty good lead on him. I hear like in the first like 200 meters, like you've got nine seconds on him, and I just knew they were talking about Drew, like. Like, I, I was pretty confident I could beat the other dudes in the field. Um, anyways, I before the race even started, I was like, if he's close to me, I'd rather let him catch me, like, 200 to go and know where he is because I, I really trust in my kick. And I was like, I'd rather know he where, where he is and rest and f- have him think that he's caught me and then outkick him again rather than me being t- me tying up really hard, like, 40 to go. And if he passes me at that point, it's, like, a f- sure thing. So, like, I felt him on my shoulder. Like, I was looking back. He was coming up, like, 300 to go. I was, like, he was coming up more. I was, like, okay, like, I'm just chilling. I'm just chilling. At, I was, like, in my head, I was, like, 200 to go. I'm hitting it. 200 to go. I'm hitting it. But so he comes by me. I, I hold him off, hold him off, hold him off. And obviously, it ended up being really a really close race. But I stand by those tactics 100%. Like I remember watching those tactics yeah. and everyone being like, it's the wrong move. I'm like, nah, he's got good leg speed. Like, I think this is the smartest yeah. thing to do. It's a pretty mature, like, mindset to have. Like, yeah, especially as a high schooler. As a high schooler, yeah. just like, I trust in my kick. Like, Against the four minute greatest mile. indoor miler. Oh, yeah, I'm racing well, you and Rizzo and Penry like, years <laughs> later, and we're closing, and I'm like, I'm just going now. <laughs> literally, literally. Well, the, I mean, the funny thing is, like, I, I, I split 409, he split four flat. In my head, I was like, because I heard the nine seconds, I was like, he's going to have to split nine seconds faster than me to beat me. <laughs> like, like over nine seconds faster than me to beat me. Like, I trust, like, he's going to be more in the well than I will be, you know? Yeah. So I, I stand by those, by that. Like it was but, so close. That yeah. It doesn't, yeah. Yeah. But like, it said LaSalle yeah. before. Well, the, the, they, they said yeah. on the loudspeaker LaSalle that we won. Right, and then, right, right. and then we asked, we are. I, I hate to hark over some high school shit. Like, I'm, <laughs> I, it doesn't sound like I'm over it. I want a fucking rematch. I'm telling you that right now. Like, what do you want there, Charles? I, I want a rematch With in a mile or fifteen against Drew Hunter. Like mano y mano, no nine second lead this time. <laughs> Just from the gun, you know. Just the boys in the rubber and sixteen oh nine meters. That's what we want. Or or one or one thousand five hundred meters. I either think, or. I think one day we can set that up. I do. I think just a man, man on man. That's like it's like a fist fight, you know. Yeah, yeah. pay per view. But, but anyways, my my high school coach asked for the finish line photo like many times, and they said it's too controversial to release. To I remember release. hearing that they wouldn't show anyone it, right? They, they, they wouldn't they show still us. Have it. It. He, they he emails it every year, right? He he. Well, I don't know if he still does it, but for a few years he was emailing them every year. Yeah. Wow. On the anniversary, asking. I'm telling you, man. I was right across the finish line. I'm just like, I think, I think Lasalle has it. And 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 to be honest, you know, I that's that's why I want that rematch because because now it sounds like I'm just bitching about something that happened in high school. Like, I, I mean, I guess I kind of am, but like, fuck, <laughs> I want to settle it for for good now. You know what I'm saying? I think so. that'd be a, like could be a great event, especially if you like set it up for charity. People come watch, you know, five dollar tickets, something like that. Just nah, man nah, versus nah, man nah, kind nah, of thing. Nah, fuck that. I want that on a big stage, like a big that's, ass race. That's like, how we make like, it a big stage. Uh, like gambling. Like, like USA's, I'm saying. I'm, I, I want to beat them in a race that matters, you know what I'm saying? So what we'll do, I'll tell you what we'll do is we'll do our own little press conference right before, yeah. and we set this up at a, at a big stage race. We'll make sure we're there, yeah. and we can prep this right. None, none of this Sam Parsons, uh, Delaware Mile shit. You yeah,
Imagine breaking four for the first time on your home soil when that's never happened before. Yeah. That's got to be a, an amazing feeling. Yeah, but celebrating the way he did to run 358. Yeah, I know what you're saying. <sighs> hey, hey, when I when I run 358 someday, then I'll make that comment. He, he be he be he be some good guys, but yeah, like the thing is, like to be honest, if you're a pro, like 358, you're like 358 one. If you're a pro, like 58 one should be like you should be able to do that in practice. Like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, absolutely. So you heard it right here first. Jack Salisbury versus Drew Hunter, 1v1, mano a mano. Let's settle the score. Right? There we are. No, no, I want it like a real race, not just 1v1. No, <laughs> real race. Yeah, yeah, real race. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But the focus is you versus oh, Drew 100%, Hunter. Oh, yeah. 100%. Absolutely. I'll be, I'll be, I'll fucking like kill myself out there to beat him. Yeah. There's just some heads. You got to do that. You yeah. just got to have that. F- it sticks with you forever. I get it. Yeah. Absolutely. So what do we think, you know, given that running is... <laughs> Bro, <laughs> you are kidding me right now. Given that you know running is, I feel like we could all probably agree running is a dying sport right now, at least in terms of attention uh, wise. Yeah, I mean it's always been like scuffed as shit. I was gonna say it's always been dead. I feel like if anything, it's, getting it's a better. little less dead. Yeah. Now. yeah, with the media. Yeah, the media. But in times like in times like you know pre, for example, like. There's those pictures, packed yeah. out stadiums of people just only caring about some guy running a 5K. You know, like, how do you think we get back to that era of the sport where, you know, it's almost like they called him a rock star for a reason kind of thing. I'm not talking about him specifically. Cold War. Cold War. <laughs> <laughs> Blame it on the Cold War. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, maybe it's the Russian-Ukraine situation. Maybe that yeah, picture's yeah. running Honestly, right now. That's it probably is. what it is. It's yeah. butterfly yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Mandela. <laughs> All right, whatever. Well, in my opinion, like for me, I really just don't care that run. Like I, I mean, I'm, I'm still gonna do it whether there's like people watching or not, like type of thing. So it's like I don't really care that it's a dead sport. Like I feel like that's it's just what you know we're good at. So it's like we're gonna do it either, whether it's big or not big. Yeah, I don't really. I, mind I, I it. agree with you on that end, but like can make. There's more money We're talking about paychecks. Yeah, I guess. But it's like, I don't know. I feel like, again, obviously. (laughs) 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 Yeah, I mean, when you're talking paycheck, like eyes on the sport, you know. Obviously, YouTube can and will likely and I'm sure want to go pro. Eyes on the sport in that sense, you know, that's to your paycheck there, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. Honestly, just personalities pushing the sport. Like, shit like this, that helps. Like, anything that, like, uh, increases exposure of, like, you need, like, personalities. Like, you need, like, storylines. Someone like, needs to make people care. Exactly. You know, bring out, like, a, an emotion, you know. Hey, I don't know. type shit. Yeah. But on, like, that topic, I, I wanted to ask you guys what you think on, you know, not running YouTube, but just that whole era of running as a whole. Like, do you think that's a that's a good job of bringing eyes to the sport, whether it's well, fake or whether it's I real? I mean, it definitely brings like a, a the fake eye. Like, I I get those like Instagram reels of like guys like, oh, you should be like your form is like this or like this. You got to fix it. It's like that's that, just that, so annoying. It's so annoying, <laughs> and it's like okay, but like that's a, that's I mean that's getting the more like running out to the world yeah. more. So it's like. To what Bro, extent? Like, I don't know if we want that image of running. That's what I'm saying, though. The it's thing, like, yeah, it's a, it's a tough thing. I'll see people will be like, "I broke three hours in the marathon," and they'll have like their follow their journey, and they'll have like right. like a million followers. It's and not it's even, like, that's fine. 
It's when they're doing like A skips and B skips. Oh, no, literally. What was his name? Burt Bob. Burt Bob. Remember Burt Bob? That the, we the all guy got, we, we went on, like we, we were just came at. For Bob those who don't know, Burt Bob is one of those Instagram guys. He's like, let me show you how to A skip. Yeah. B skip. We all got blocked. And like, like how many followers does he have? He probably like. 100K, 200K. Exactly. He's so at 343. Like, so he's not like. Rub, three, four, but three. Yeah, it's but he's an average but that's what I'm college saying, like, 1500 guy right. at that time. Exactly. But so he has like, the attention of someone, more attention than someone who's running 355. I think you it's know? the name, honestly. Burt Bob. Burt really Bob. <laughs> <on. laughs> but there's that side of running content and getting the sport out there. Well, what do you think about the, the side of the sport that's the, and I don't want to get everyone free clout right now, but. You know, the kid from Mississippi that wears the red hat everywhere because that's his personality. <laughs> what do you think about him? What do you think about people like that? Do you think that's good for the sport, bad for the sport? Or what do you think about that in general? All of you, I mean. I find him entertaining, honestly. Like, he says some some things that are, like, he has some, like, controversial takes. But, like, overall, honestly, I think it's good for the sport. I think I like seeing someone talk their shit. I like, you know, you need rivalries, like, you I, need, I agree. You, you need shit talking. Like, running's always had this thing of like, let the results do the talking because it's so black and white. Nah, fuck that. I mean, the results are gonna do their talking, but like, you can also do some talking too. Yeah. Like, well, I think a good lens to look at it, it's like pro fighting, for example. In the UFC and boxing, there's fighters who are great fighters that are making 30, 40 grand a year because they have no personality. But the ones with personality who could be worse fighters, they're the ones bringing in million dollar paychecks because whether they're genuine or not, you know, they bring eyes to themselves and to the sport. Yeah, I mean, McGregor's washed, but like. Like, he, he honestly <laughs> hasn't had great fights in forever, but he's still like, making 50 million per fight because he brings those eyes to the sport. Whereas I think some of what he does is genuine, whereas there are some people in the running world out there that it seems fake, it seems no, artificial. No, what do, you, what do you think? Are we pointing fingers? Point, right <laughs> let's, let's point some fingers. Why are we here? I mean. Am I going to pop the seal here or what? <laughs> let's hear it. Come uh, on. We're, we're here to talk. I mean, like the Tin Man group, they put up results, but. Yeah. Or the content, like, they're putting out. Yeah. I don't know. It's in a way you respect, like, I kind of respect it because they're, they're trying to build a brand and stuff. Yeah, they're uh, looking past running. I think too. a little. They can a little. I mean, I like. I don't know. They catch a lot of shit, and like, I I support what they're doing. Like, they're making a way to fund what they love doing, and like, they're just doing what they love, and I respect that. However, for like, they're just not. They underperform sometimes for sure. I, I, I would That's, agree. I was kind of thinking the same kind of thing. With the uh, you know the guy from Mississippi with the red hat, right? yeah, we can say uh, it's smaller. Yeah. Every smaller is Westfly. <laughs> Westfly. Not but, that I follow Westfly on any social media. Right, not right. that I buy into any of it all. Yeah. But what I'll say is I'll give him his credit, and that what I think he's trying to achieve is to get eyes on the sport and get attention out there and build his brand. But right. I'm not a fan of when it's artificial. Right, and I don't for for to an extent I just I think he's actually doing that type of stuff because. That's just who he is. Like, this YouTube thing is just, like, kind of just emphasizing who he actually is. So you think that's his, like, personality? Like that's I him. disagree with that. Yeah, I disagree, too. I'm all for it if like, it's who you are. No, I think he's playing a quick character, kind yeah. of more exaggerated version of himself, maybe. Maybe a more exaggerated version, for sure. But, like, to an extent, like, I think it kind of emphasizes, like, his... Uh, I guess who he actually is. Yeah, I think he really is like a frat bro from like <laughs> yeah. he like he he plays like the frat bro from Ole Miss and like <laughs> he kind of is. But like 
I honestly get the impression that he's a pretty good teammate. Like, I I see he hypes up everybody on the team. Like, yeah. he he's he's very supportive of everybody on the team, not just like yeah, he is. the top guys like Wally last year, like Garcia Roma. Like, he'll he'll be there congratulating everybody. Like, I think he's a good teammate. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm a I'm I'm decent friends. You know, I've met in passing and have conversations with a lot of his teammates, and they seem to have the same sentiment. And I agree with him. He did an old podcast during COVID with some of the new gen guys. Mm. And he talked about that, and he came in wearing his red hat and his suit, and he really just tried to be McGregor through that whole thing. And I get what he's trying to do. And I also do respect, and I agree with what you said earlier, Sal, is that you know, running needs that kind of beef, that controversy. Those storylines are what make people want to watch races, you know? I, I agree. It's just it's sometimes hard in running because, like, in basketball or, or, like, fighting, you can talk your shit and, like, catch a hot streak in running – you can't really fake fitness. Like you're just gonna yeah, go you run. Could get where, beat any day. Like you're just gonna go run where you're gonna run. Like it's it's so black and white. It's hard no, to like on or uh, upsets or anything. Less likely in running. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. what I'm hearing is that we gotta start some beef. Honestly. Yeah. Running with needs someone. Beef. The one the one thing I've ever agreed with Red Hat on is that <laughs> running needs more press conferences because I think situations like that where you can build up these personas and these rivalries. Get some blood boiling. Yeah, and it brings eyes like. That pay-per-view model sound running did. Imagine if two people went into that meet and they hated each other. People are going to pay the five bucks to watch the meet because they want to see these guys who want to kill each other yeah. race each other. Yeah. The I same. Think the the I, yes. I, I agree That's with what Scoose just said. Like, where it, if it leads to better performances, then he's for it. But um, the thing is, like, no, like nobody wants to go see, like, Two random dudes run like four fifteen against each other. Yeah, like, you yes. know what I mean. Like, it, but if someone like Jakob and Brinston was to develop a rivalry with, um, uh, uh, yeah, Josh Kirsch, Dewey McSwain, like yeah. that would be great for the sport. But when you're a one forty nine guy, you're me. I'm a one forty nine guy. If I went and called out some other eight hundred guy, what does that do other than embarrass me or one of the two of them? You know, right. and I mean that kind of just goes back to that conversation where it's like. You know, we could be doing all this, and like you even talk about it, you want to get like you know pretty solid runners on this thing, and that's because we want to get like you know spread the sport, but really through that lens of like you gotta have to run fast to like yeah. get got to back. This it doesn't up. mean anything if we can't back up what we what our no, goals absolutely, are. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. So I mean, if you can bring people into that world to see what it's like inside of our world through that lens, I think that's really beneficial. Right. But when it's this artificial, I'm gonna be loud for the sake of being loud. That I'm really not a fan of. And that's kind of where the, the sport of running is, I think, going towards with this whole social media stuff. Yeah, which I think we towards need to that go that way, way, but maybe take a turn and yeah. make it genuine. Like, if you don't like someone, call it out. Speaking of not liking someone. <laughs> Shay, who is your least favorite pro runner on the circuit right now and why? Uh, least favorite for me has to be Ben Blank and shit. Why is that? He just, you know, I don't There's a little beef that happened, right? I'm going to say it uh, between me and him. <laughs> and I get he's an Olympian. Uh, I'm just a college runner, but, you know, um, you know, he said mileage was overrated, and I didn't agree with that. So I went on Twitter. Um, and I called him out for it. No response, uh, obviously. But but he saw it. You know he saw it. I know he saw it. He doesn't, uh, yeah. He you saw are it for sure. How, how do you yeah. know he saw it? 
because I am at Shay on Twitter. So, <laughs> By the way, follow at Shay on Twitter. Yeah. But anyways, we ran into each other at the Sound Running 10K. We were in the same race, and uh, I went out, like, in front of him, and he kept, like, clicking my heels. And then, so we were out really fast, and I'm moving out to let people pass me because I'm like, yeah, I can't hold this pace. And uh, Buddy, I, this is, like, verbatim. He's like, like, get to the back, Buddy. That's what he said to me. And I'm like, damn, like I was watching you in eighth grade running on like TV and now I'm just getting chirped. So it's kind of a bitch comment. <sighs> yeah. Get I to mean, the back, right? buddy. Yeah, no, it's just like blank and shit. <laughs> yeah. Right? You are an Olympian. <laughs> yeah. You don't need to engage in that. Exactly, yeah. exactly. He's a bum year old. You should have just tackled them onto the field. <laughs> <laughs> that would have got some publicity for sure. Yeah. yeah. Sal's bored about you. Who's your least favorite pro or NCAA runner out there right now? That's a tough question. Um, damn. Uh, I really feel like I don't have that hate in my heart. I mean, I could. You don't have to. That's a good thing. If you if you could, you if you can come back to me on that one, I'll, we'll come back. I'll try. You got to anyone, Matt? I don't have anyone on my. In no my one irks you out there. No You're too really. sweet. Theo Woods, know. maybe. Theo Woods actually is like the worst. But <laughs> I mean, if I mean, if we're gonna talk about you know guys that we want to beat, you know, yeah, who do you want? Yeah, who do you want? One beat? name, yeah. you know, you got you got your dartboard I out mean, there. Who are you trying to hit in the bullseye on your we dartboard? Got, we up? got the V's down for Sean Dolan. I mean, <laughs> he's got me a couple of times. I don't think I've beaten him in, in college. I think we're on you know similar levels, and he's always got the. The edge on me, so you know we're, we're shooting. We're shooting this spring season. I, I'm gonna convince Bonzi to let me run that eight and uh, for Big East, and you know we're coming back for revenge. See what works. happens, buddy. Yeah, that's. I mean, back. All right, shit. If I choose one, I um I have to beat. It's Garcia Romo. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he's NCAA indoor, indoor champ. You know, like not as good of an indoor season for me. That's okay. Like I just I just mentally put myself back in the NCAA <laughs> final last year. He passed me like 150 to go, and I was just rigging so hard and like staring at his back. Like, I still visualize that a lot and get really pissed about him. Like, I just felt like we were walking, and I just feel like if I if I have the season I think I can have, I'm gonna be able to beat him. That's that's a big game, but I mean, like, <laughs> fuck, like I really want to beat that dude. And just for the viewers, like, what place did he finish? He finished fifth. And what place did you finish? Sixth. Mm, tough. Right there. <laughs> yeah, I'm saying it. I've never beat him, but like I fucking really want to. Yeah. What about uh past pros? Past pros? Uh washed up pros. Yeah, I mean Chez. Can we talk about Chez let's running talk, what let's talk about Chez? What, did he run like fourteen something at that five K? Yeah. Did he run or did he break fourteen? Not positive. It's right there. But come on, yeah. Skechers? Like <laughs> can we not have called that? Like, come on. Like who else is running for Skechers? Like they still got like the the lights on the feet on the shoes and shit. Do you know who mine is? I feel like the three of you might Bro, be. Bro, that makes you faster. Oh, I mean, <laughs> he probably thought that. I want to know if you you could guess who mine is. Who's I my least? Who I mean, you know yeah. who it is. Least favorite washed up now. Well, I would like to say he's washed up, but is it? Nah. He's just done running. He is done running. He retired. He's successful. He right is. Now. I don't. Know. Yeah, successful. He's uh, from Oregon. Oregon like NS training. And He's got Same. a he's got a fake little gum brand. Oh, Nick Simmons. Oh, Nick Simmons. <laughs> oh my goodness. That, that is that is my my hatred name out there. Yeah. 
I'm also blocked by him on Instagram. So why? Let's I think what he's doing with him. the sport is like not good. Yeah, right. Like, like his uh, it's toxic channel, content. Like, yeah, it's pretty. To- it is pretty toxic. Yeah, yeah. It just, like, brings the wrong crowd. It's pushing it. the sport the well, wrong way. It, it dumbs it down. Yeah, it really yeah. does dumb yeah. it down. Simplifies it. Yeah. yeah, especially with that run gum. I love that. Work. I do love the aspect of getting into the running business when you're done. Mm-hmm. And I, the idea, don't get me wrong, I think run gum is a good idea. Oh, yeah. Our That's differences are not run gum. <laughs> but. All right, what mm-hmm. are your differences then? Let's talk about your differences. I mean, you want to know why you block me on yeah. Instagram? Yeah, why do you block me on Instagram? <laughs> well, so, I mean, I've never been a fan. Um, but these YouTube videos that he's been doing, he, did the, he does those, like, you know, that YouTube channel where he. Is like race me for fifty bucks or all right, that stuff, right, right. you know. Number one, I think that's corny. But he did the one where it was like a mile doing the Travis Scott McDonald's meal, and it was like a different part of the meal every lap. And his promo video he puts on Instagram for it is he shows up to the drive-through window and he like rolls it down. And he goes to the lady at the window. He's like, "You know why I'm here?" And then just plays sicko mode. And I comment, I was like, that was something along the lines of like, that was repulsive. And he deletes the post immediately. And then he posts a new one. And then something like even worse, honestly, I forget what it was. And I commented something like, Travis Scott would likely hate you. Like, hate you. Yeah, I, I can't get behind it. Like, any social media people, like, fucking with, like, service workers. It's just like, they're just, like, yeah, let them come be. On. Like, yeah. they're just it's trying to do work their job. They're working their job and you're making content yeah. out of that. Hey, if we're talking about McDonald's. Hey, what we need. Hey, what we need, what we need is for Simmons to stop making some crappy little videos yeah. or Simmons posting some Instagram stories about playing Fortnite. He's been laying low. I, I haven't seen his content recently, but... I can't see his content. Because <laughs> I am <involved. laughs> But uh, I commented that in the answer, and he was like some winky face type of thing, um, saying they would be boys. I was like, why don't we show him your, your post? And I'm not going to say the words, but it was uh, something along the lines of, a specific racial movement going on where he had some some pretty hard-o thoughts on that one and uh block me block me immediately and i got a bunch of dms after people i've never met were like thank you for saying that like no, <laughs> no one ever calls him out like i hate him so much and stuff like that Damn, so some real pain that, about it. maybe we got to get a little like jake paul like kind of boxing thing going maybe flow track will do it me and nick simmons can get in the ring i, I would think that'd be a pretty good matchup of boxing right you guys are both pretty I feel he's like, a strong dude i'm taller yeah, but he's a strong dude guy. so yeah, nick simmons i'm gonna look right at the camera right it. now I will get a little faster, Nick Simmons. <laughs> and you you and I can get in the ring. We can cut a little pay-per-view from Flow Track. Honestly, we don't need a pay-per-view. Let's just throw hands. <laughs> Let's do it, Nick. Damn. But, yeah, I don't know. I think running needs to stir the pot. Not that that's a current running rivalry we can get going. But yeah. maybe some other people can get that going. Uh, last but not least, before we end, what do you think about Devin Allen going to the Eagles? Fucking sick. Right. Honestly. Right. <laughs> that is so, so cool. cool. Yeah. That's like living out your pipe dream as a backup plan. <laughs> That's one of the coolest That's things. That's cool. Ever. Yeah. I don't know how much he makes from Nike, but he's getting $750,000 for one year. Wow. Oh, is it just a one year contract? Yeah, yeah, yeah. One year contract. He's got to earn a spot kind of thing. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, may, I can see him as a return specialist. Oh, what, yeah. yeah. What is he playing? What position? Well, he was a wide receiver at Oregon. Okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. So as we wrap Pretty up cool. here, um, you know, real quick. You know, what are some of the goals rest of the year? What are the, what are the main goals? I mean, we got Penn Relays coming up. Yeah. Who do you, uh, who do you got in the DMR? What team's going to win? Are you kidding? Who? Georgetown. Georgetown who? Georgetown fucking Hoya. I don't know. What do you mean? Uh, who's going to win the 4 by 8 Georgetown. Fucking Georgetown all the way. Like, every fucking relay. Like. Sal's, who's going to win the 4 by mile? 
fucking Georgetown. <laughs> no, literally. Like, exactly. We're coming for we're coming for the wheels. Yeah. Coming for scalps. Coming for heads. Like, yeah. yeah. I love I love that you know the individual goals for you guys are the team really goals. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean that's just like we got that. That's, that's who we are. On deck. Is, like, yeah. That's on the plate. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Up next, but well, no one doing it like us. Yeah. <laughs> Keep an eye on these two. These two are problems to be reckoned with coming yeah. on. I mean, I'm gonna say keep an eye on the whole fucking team. Like, the whole absolutely. We got, we got, we got some, we got some fucking dogs out here. No, like, you know, like Kyle kind of <laughs> said this at practice. Like, if there was a ten by mile relay, oh, no one's touching us. No one's just, touching like, us. Scrape everybody. Absolutely. Yeah. Watch out for them hoyos. And now, forty minute relay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That'd good, be, good thing there's actually not a ten by mile no, relay. No one would watch be, that. That'd like, be hypothetically literally. speaking. Yeah. We couldn't get any yeah, pay per view for that fucking race, yeah. but just you know, it's kind of cool. To Absolutely. You're just cooling down when the first yeah. guy's going up. Yeah. You got any last words, Shay? I'm I'm set. Well, thank you, gentlemen, for coming on. Thank you for yeah. being the first ever guest. I hope we look back and we get a lot of views, and you guys can come on for some I'd part love two. To hop on it again. One of these. You guys are welcome anytime. Cool. Stop, gentlemen. We're good. Yeah, All right. We're good. All right. Have a good one, gentlemen. Yeah.